Coming up, mustaches, reusable cotton swabs, ghosts, and pumpkin spice everything. Just old friends on the podcast, we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against. Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense. So tune in and choose the side that you sit on the fence. Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars. You're listening now to for or against. So turn the volume up, this is for or against. Hello again, and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends, produced by old friends. As always, I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Michael collier and Patrick Cameron-Lothian, and Robert Danger-Silver. Hello, everyone. Hi. Do you not Hi. know my middle name? <laughs> I am, actually don't know your middle name. Danger's your middle name. I don't know your middle name, but Michael wrote it. that in, into the copy. Danger. Oh, and, that's um, what you say you every time. you write that before you saw him? Yeah, I know that you did that to be funny, but for those of you who can't see Robbie, and you'll find out very soon in the first topic, it. it's super it. fit. Robbie has a terrible mustache. <laughs> I mean, a mustache. And it is a mustache. Danger is the perfect middle name for for you. I oh, actually so grew the like mustache. Everybody. I grew the mustache to match to match style. the middle name. So, what are the initials, Robbie? Wait, do you not know my middle name? I think I do, but I want a hint. Wait, wine, and you know my middle name, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, all. you don't know hey. my middle name. It's Glenn, I, of right? Of course I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Robert Glenzilver. Thank you. Yes, it's and Glenn, of course. Michael Thomas McFadden. <laughs> no. no. Your face. That's your not face. wrong. That's it's not wrong. my middle name. <laughs> It's my dad's first name. <laughs> Son's middle name. It's not my middle name. I know it. And I don't feel bad because why would you know your friend's Your middle, middle name, name is James. Yes, it is. Thank See, you I told much. you. I, I told thought you. it was Jamiroquai. It is. Jamiroquai, but... Short for James. Short for James. Short for James. Let's <laughs> see if any right. of this makes it in. We're off to a good start. The gang is back together. The boys are back in town. What's been going on with you all this week, starting with Patrick? Uh, so I don't have anything for this week. So I'm, I'm putting down a challenge for myself. A long time ago, Mike shared a website called shareskill.com. And I've been working on putting together a class for it. And I was supposed to film last week, but some things came up. So if next week's update isn't me saying I put my class up, I have failed. <laughs> Throwing the garbage right. myself. We will be your accountability partners, Thank much you. like the sleep coaches from a previous episode. Michael, what's going on with you? Uh, I put together a, a grill uh, one and a half times because I put it together <laughs> and then realized uh, major pieces of it were backwards and then had to take it all apart and put it back together again. <laughs> but I did it anyway with the help of my uh, my lovely and far more capable wife. Um, we had uh, some, some very nice hot dogs, some Vienna beef hot dogs that someone sent us from Chicago. Oh, all nice. the best. Did you look at the instructions or were you just trying to wing it? No, I did. But, just a know, hot dog, Rabbi. <laughs> I didn't necessarily buy the top end grill. I'm not going to use it all the time. Uh -huh. um, and so they, I think they were a little liberal with the, uh, <laughs> with, I think there was like a limited word count they were allowed to use with the copywriter. They were paying him by, by the word because it was very brief. Yeah. And my, the imagery question, was are, sketched. Are Vienna beef hot dogs rare outside of the Chicagoland area? They're not, they're not possible to get out elsewhere. And the uh -huh. hot dog has been perfected. And you can't get it. It's just it's it's that, that actually cool doesn't make sense to me because you're right. 
Vienna beef actually is the perfect hot dog. It yeah, should be it's everywhere. Been, it it, it's, Do you it know should be on Vienna somebody's platform. Vienna, I beef, Vienna beef? It's, they've got secret spice spice mix and the snappiness and they just did it right they, they figured out how to in, do it the best they grind in the right amount of never try again the who, all right thank you to stomach ratio <laughs> <That's just right>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh michael and thank you uh robbie uh my update i actually want to revisit um our topic last week the 15 dollars potato chip at, last week i said i was totally for it and just today, about an hour or so before we were recording, I opened up a bag of potato chips. I had a potato chip, and then I had about seventy more. <laughs> so, I told you, like, just like Patrick said, like <laughs> I, I realized I would be so incredibly unsatisfied. So I want to reverse last week's position of being for the fifteen dollar potato chip. I would, I, I would just be angry in <laughs> I'm against. That's my update. Is I've, I've switched my mind. position from last week. I've been thinking about it uh, for about five. Years. I thought you were going to say Michelle listened and said, "We have a baby. You cannot spend seventy-five dollars on potato chips." <laughs> uh, no, that didn't come up. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. Um, Robbie, what's going well, on? Well, I, as you guys alluded to, I'm more manly now than I've ever been before. I spent about a month and a half growing a beard. It was the beardiest beard that I've ever grown, which is about the beard that Pat has right now. Um, no. But I was pretty impressed no. with myself. That's, you're you being guys... pretty generous yourself there, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't seen me the last couple of weeks. I'll show you a picture. Um, you're going to show us a picture through your Through a screen to another yeah, screen. Yeah, perfect. There you go. That sounds like a great a idea. Podcast, so I'm sure our listeners really... Yeah, oh, that's so not that's a picture of you. That's, that's Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> that's after Ice picked you up. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so yesterday so I decided to shave everything and I got to just, you know, you do it in phases. That's kind of what you do to have fun. And I got to the mustache and then I just stopped. We're going to get into this, right? So can I just jump it's into the my first topic? topic? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. My yeah. topic. I don't know if you want to do an intro. I'm just going to go into it. No, My topic is go. it's mustaches. And I feel like mustaches get a, a bad rap from guys like you, or maybe not. Maybe you're going to tell me you're for them. Um, there are plenty of really good looking men that have really good looking mustaches. I sent you guys a link of the 30th manliest mustaches of all time. Top of the list is, of course, Tom Selleck. Uh, you've got Walter Cronkite, Eddie Murphy, Alex Trebek, on and on and on. Are you guys for or against mustaches? Uh, and I'm going to start with Pat because he is the most facially haired person of the group here. So go ahead, Pat. What do you think? Uh, so I am, <clears throat> I'm for and against. So I'm for that mustaches. Possible? That's not the name of the show. We talked <laughs> about that must- in episode one, I think. <laughs> so I'm for Tom Selleck, uh, Walter Cronk. Like some people like it looks right. Like some people look good with different specific looks that look terrible on other people. And you say like it gets a bad rap. And I don't think it's because of the people that look good on it. I think it's all because of all the molesters that have been caught with mustaches. (laughs) That's where it comes from. And that's where I'm kind of getting a vibe from you right now. Hopefully there'll be a picture put up on Instagram. So I'm against Robbie and a mustache. You're not against mustaches. You're against this mustache. <laughs> yeah, but the question isn't, are you against my particular mustaches? Are you against mustaches in general? I think in general, I'm going to be against. 
I think there's some people that can pull it off, but some people could pull off like things like a mullet. That doesn't mean I'm for a mullet. And I think most people, like there's the 1% that could pull off the, the mustache and then the 99% that look like they're porn extras. Like there's no like in between. Extras. <laughs> yes. It's either How one. break into the industry. The guys in the back yeah. like, oh, those two. They really exactly. <laughs> Waiting to get their SAG card. <laughs> Pat, just to ask, doesn't your brother Andrew have a mustache or he's had a mustache? Sometimes he can pull it off and sometimes he looks like, what's a third thing that mustache people? Let's jump to somebody else and you can start with your, your mustache comment. All right, McFadden, <laughs> lay it on uh, yeah, it's hard to not be swayed by your mustache when considering the topic <laughs> of mustaches. Uh, that that. Getting just, closer to the camera look. is not helping. Take, um, take a good look. I've got full coverage over the entire upper lip. What do you think? I think that I'd prefer if you didn't put that near your camera anymore. Um, it, it, in our intro, or before we actually started recording, um, I said that you looked like a, uh, a washed-up uh, 70s era children's musician <laughs> think like raffy but like maybe but bad precede that by a yeah but 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 bad like i could picture <laughs> I you at, raffy like, before raffy at a bar cool. i could p- picture you at a bar like a smoky bar just talking about the glory days when you were packing the stadiums full of like three-year-olds and their moms and just being totally inappropriate, but then breaking into song and it's like a mother goose rhyme. Um, I don't know. That's, that's your mustache, which I think is not the focus of the topic. Um, I think I am, I think I'm going to say I'm for mustaches in general. Obviously some people can't pull off a mustache case in point, look at Amir Ravi. Um, But like, there are definitely some guys that can pull off a mustache and the reason that I'm, I'm so for this is because um, I think the absence of a mustache can be jarring on certain people. Um, like you, you maybe knew someone's dad growing up who had a mustache and for your entire childhood, he had a mustache. And then you, you grew up and you went to college and then you came home and all of a sudden, Mr. Baldwin doesn't have a mustache anymore. <laughs> You're like, where'd it go? And it's, it doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look like the guy that you grew up with. And it's, so I, I don't know. There's nothing else that I know of that, that is quite like that. And so it, it's a unique thing. I, I think I'm for it. I, I, this is the first time I've ever had facial hair in my, in a, a, well, my entire life. And November is coming up. And I know that like the whole uh, Movember thing is, is a thing. And so I've, I've been toying with the idea of of going for a mustache in november but i think i would do it like robbie where i do it for like a day and get a laugh out of it and then not go in public i'd have to do it on a weekend because i don't want my students to see it you are an American <laughs> unless i could educator. like tie it into the canned food drive or something i don't know but uh what if you cut it for... and you're one of those people that just looks fantastic with a mustache <laughs> yeah if i cut it and i like look in the mirror like holy shit i'm tom seller yeah <laughs> And I'm keeping that. I just, I think the likelihood that I'm going to look in a mirror and see myself with a mustache and be like, this is an improvement <laughs> over hairless lip is unlikely. Um, but I'd like to, I'd like to know if there's only I, one way to know. Yeah. I will say things that are similar to it are if you have someone who's worn glasses for a really long time, then they get contacts or even just like the full beard and they shave 
and then people who have been bald for a long time and then get some sort of reverse baldness situation. Those three things, I think, fit. With yeah, the that's called the uh, the Brian Erlacher Highway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robbie, you're, you're muted. muted, Robbie. Oh, so thank what, you. What do you want to go to next? Well, there's only one other person. <laughs> we have Michael. Mike Wine. Uh, yeah, what do you got to say about it? Um, so, uh, you know, I think mustaches <laughs> like fashion or haircuts are uh, it's a form of self-expression. And I would never want to be one to um, to tell someone that they shouldn't be expressing themselves in the way that they wish. But when you wear a mustache, keep in mind that you are expressing a version to the outside world and they are going to take, put that in the context of their own mind of what you are. So if somebody looks like Tom Selleck in their own mind, that's going to be a sexy person. If someone looks like Rob, it's going to be someone who needs to stay 50 feet away from a school. Like that is, that's what they're going to. And if you're comfortable with some people feeling that way about you, then I say, go for it. But just to, to Mike's you. point, it, it's maybe it's something you just got to put it on and see what it looks like. Uh, and if you're comfortable putting that out in the world and that's the energy you want to get out and let people receive it and, and ingest it and make their own conclusions, that's totally fine. I'm for mustaches. Just know that some people are not. And if you're cool with um, that, then I'm cool with it. I'm cool with that, obviously. Real quick, Robbie, I we've all been bashing on you, but I do want to admit that when I'm shaving into a mustache, if you gave me one of those glasses of milk from an earlier episode, I would immediately get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Not just you. Thank you. Um, I also figured like we're four dudes talking about mustaches and I think it's important to get the ladies perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually asked Courtney to just fit, like record a clip of herself voicing her opinions. <laughs> so we have like two fours and one like kind of against. Here's what Courtney had to say about mustaches. I am against mustaches because you end up looking like a pedophile no matter how well-groomed you are. And for the ladies, I'm against it because when you get your eyebrows waxed, the lady will or man will turn to you and say, do you want to get your mustache done too? And it's just plain hurtful. Thank you. And I am super against mustaches, except for Alex Trebek because he is a... Who doesn't hasn't had one for fifteen years? Is but that fifteen years? Something like that. Yeah, Let's that's like that the episode yeah, of The yeah, Office yeah. where they're like, "Does Stanley have a mustache?" <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, let me voice my opinion. Uh, it, yeah. First of all, by Thank the way, so, isn't it weird that like our facial hair can be turned into a decorative like ornament on your face to present yourself different? Like. It's, I don't feel like there are other components of your body that you can use natural decoration as much as facial hair. Like the, That's because you don't we'll work get out. To it li- yeah, but like you can twist your mustache, <laughs> you can grow a goatee, you can do long sideburns. It's, it's weird. But to, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but somebody I'll could. Push up. <laughs> I agree with wine. And I mean, it's, I, I think it, it adds, it presents a character. And I think there's something yeah. cool about having like characters these days. Um, real quick, I want to go before we move on. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys what year you think that Alex Trebek shaved his mustache and the, the winner who uh, uh, gets the closest gets to decide whether we're all for or against. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to go with like to go first. 2014. Okay. I'm going to say 2010. 
Okay. When I'll price is write this and say 2000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, it's 2001. He's not Seriously? had a mustache for 19 years. Oh, my God. That really Everybody seems thinks like two years ago. Has one. <laughs> that is wild. Well, right. he's a beautiful man with or without. I'm four mustaches. Um, yeah, and I think I look pretty good. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I do have my first day of work tomorrow after this three-day holiday weekend, and I am debating whether I shave it tonight <laughs> or go on to my Zoom calls tomorrow with whatever this is on my upper lip. I think you have to do you it. Are, you got to do you're it. You're in the music industry. Like, you could probably get away with it, don't you think? Yeah, like little Frank Zappa vibes. I sure. did my long hair for a while. <laughs> yeah, do it. All right, we're going to move along now. Um, we're on, to, we're on to my topic, and the topic that I would like to present to you all today um, is reusable cotton swabs. And I think the name is a little bit uh, misleading um, because they're not made of cotton at all. They're made of uh, silicone, um, re- refined from uh, a special sort of silica sand. And uh, this product popped up in my uh, Instagram feed as a, a sponsored post. And I'll be honest, when I first saw it, I, I thought it was a, a spoof. Um, I had to rewatch it several times to realize that it's not, it wasn't a joke. It's a real product. And I had never heard of anything like this before. Now, of course, uh, you know, moving away from single use items like, uh, you know, straws and, and cups and things of that nature has been very in vogue as of late. Um, but it seemed to me, at least, that there were certain products that, um, you know, no matter what you do, could never be reusable. And yet the, the fine folks at earthsider.com uh, have a whole line of uh, earth-friendly products, including the silicone reusable cotton swab. It looks exactly like a regular Q-tip or generic cotton swab, except that instead of a fluffy cotton tip, it has sort of like a, a studded uh, like silicone tip that, that you use in the same way that you would any other cotton swab. So I'd actually like to, to go to Robbie um, and, and start with you today to share your opinions on the reusable cotton swab this would actually come in handy i have a very light colored facial hair and i think if i could put a little bit of darkening makeup and just use a cotton swab to dash my sexy mustache make it a little bit darker a little bit more prominent that could help maybe you guys wouldn't <laughs> bash me so hard then um i should note that the the uh, one of the tips of the swabs it, it comes in a set of two one of them is apparently some sort of makeup applicator um so in a set of two, you get sort of dual purpose, uh, one for cleaning your ears and, and other cotton swabby types of applications, and then some sort of, you know, conical makeup applicator. So Robbie, so, what do you think? Here? I'll let somebody else go for the gross factor about like reusing something that you dig out earwax from. But honestly, I'm very for this. And uh, I have a wife who is very, even more than I am, very into uh, reusable, environmentally friendly products. We've had things like uh, reusable towels and paper towels and bamboo towels that you can use over and over again. And she actually wants, she, she knows about these Q-tips and she said that she wants to buy these for real. So uh, honestly, I don't think it's that bad of an idea. Reduce, reuse, recycle, which is what I said a couple episodes ago. Uh, if we can eliminate waste in certain places, I'm for it. And 
this actually doesn't seem that gross to me because it, it's only going like around your face and then you rinse it off with water and then back around your face. So like, I don't know, it doesn't seem that bad to me. I'm, I'm for it and let's throw a few less cotton swabs into the landfills. Very interesting. I wasn't anticipating this response. Quick note, um, I did a little digging and Earthsider and is actually a drop shipping company. Um, so if oh. if you're interested in getting this, you can just go to alibaba.com and you can get these for about $1.50 a piece instead of the 50% off, which still is twelve fifty. Uh, so I was going to say that the, the price seems absurdly high, 13 bucks for two pieces of small plastic. So I'm against the price. $1.50 sounds much more reasonable, but I'm for the idea of zero waste reusable swaps. All right, let's go on to uh, Michael Wynan, because I know that you also saw the Instagram ad and did. Patrick didn't do any of his homework, so we'll Quite gross. <laughs> save him. I didn't end. get invited to the doc. <laughs> I shared it with you via Instagram. Okay. Um, so the two arguments I think that you could say for this is, is it's healthy for the environment. I'll get into that one for the moment. And two, it's, it's not that gross, right? Because a doctor will tell you that you're not supposed to put anything in your ear larger than your elbow. But of course I put cotton swabs in my ears. Everybody does. Wait, you're not, look wait, at that so hang on. you're not supposed to put something in your ears larger than your elbow? Or smaller than your elbow. Apologies. Smaller than your elbow. <laughs> wait, but how you're big is your elbow? You're not supposed to put anything in your ear larger than your elbow either. That's, <laughs> that's even worse. Your, your elbow, but the, I, my elbow doesn't a, fit in my ear. It's a doctor joke. That's the joke. That's the oh, joke. It's, you're it's not a funny joke. Anything in your ear. So you don't perforate. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's just sort of like, uh, is it aphorism the correct yeah, term? aphorism, sure. Anyway, so that you don't prefer that your ear messed drum. it up is that you're not supposed to put cotton swabs in your ear in the first place so what's the difference uh but of course i do everybody does um and i don't want to look at it again and i don't want to wash it off and then do it with with another thing you can say well that's the same thing with a toothbrush but that's also gross but toothbrushes are expensive and i'm not gonna um do um reusable ones. But I will get to your point of the environment. And I, I know I've, I've been on the record for saying I'm against conspiracy theories, but I am for conspiracy facts. And <laughs> the whole idea of littering and putting the uh, emphasis and the responsibility of cleaning up after packaging and, and lots of plastics is a conspiracy created by the American Can Company, the Continental Can Company, and the U.S. Brewers Foundation by because they wanted to give like cans and say, oh, keep America beautiful by not littering, making sure you recycle, making sure that you and say that it's your fault, even though they could make products that are more expensive for them and their margin and their margins change that actually use less plastic and use less, um, you know, packaging. And it's really the responsibilities of the manufacturers to do these things. Like what's really changing the environment isn't the fact that there are a lot of cotton swabs it's because all of these manufacturing companies are using all of these products in a completely irresponsible way just to change their bottom line by a couple of cents per quarter uh there's a podcast called through line by npr that did uh, an episode about this called the litter myth i suggest everybody check it out um but it's not your fault you should be demanding the, from these manufacturers that they be reducing the amount of plastic they're using and the amount of uh, packaging that they're using would go so much further than whether or not I should feel bad about throwing away a piece piece of uh, of cotton into the garbage. Uh, that's Just the real to play problem. Devil's advocate. I don't care. Just to play devil's advocate here, though, Michael, aren't you by using your purchasing power to buy an alternative product that is better 
using, you know, what little say you have to get them to be more conscientious about the materials that go into their products? Only in, in, in such a small, small way. Like we're taught and conditioned to say that it's our fault and, and our responsibility to keep the rivers clean when it's not. It's these corporations that are the ones that are making these products um, by, um, you know, it's, it's not like if I can go tangentially, like there's no Coke can or, you know, soda can that's out there that is uh, reusable, right? Where there used to be, they used to be reusable bottles and you would go to and uh, drop them off and they'd fill them up again. Uh, but it was too expensive for them to do that. Um, I'm not going to be worrying about my um, my cotton swabs going in the landfill when there's so many other things like the Amazon boxes that are four times the size of the thing that I shipped because yeah. it's cost them, you know, three extra cents to have the guy walk over further to grab the smaller box. Like, <laughs> That's the real problem. This is not a problem. These things are gross. I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> so I actually, that's a very good argument. And I actually agree with everything you just said about it not being an issue for littering, really. But I actually want to go back to something you said before. You said that it's gross. And you said when you stick a Q-tip in your ear, you don't want to look, pull it out and look at it. But don't you? Like, doesn't <laughs> Perversely, sure. There's a bit of me. And you want to yeah. see what kind of nasty... How Orangey. dirty am I? Is the, is and you want the gunk here. You, you want it to be gunky. You don't want it to be like a clean wipe. You want it to have a thick. Yeah, that's a waste of a Q-tip. <laughs> it comes out clean. You didn't need it. All right, Patrick. So I know you didn't get to see the video. Maybe you're able to peruse the website as as the Mike and Robbie were talking. What do you think about reusable cotton swabs as I think our most progressive Earth-friendly uh, member of the show? <laughs> Uh, so real quick, because Wynan just said everybody uses Q-tips. I have never used a Q-tip in my ear in my <laughs> really? life. What about you, the other two of you? Wait, are you doing your pet thing where you say something that's so disgusting but with a straight face? Or are you actually <laughs> that disgusting? <laughs> I clean my ears with a different technique, which I'll get to in a second, which is much a better. technique? But go, <laughs> like the, two, the other two of you use Q-tips regularly? Yeah. Do you do yeah. that thing where you, like, you put a paper, like a newspaper, and you burn one no. end that I you, see in you, weird movies? Do like I don't know oil? what it's called. Like the oil? Do you do like a water hose, like a hot water, <laughs> and you pump it into your ear, and it sprays out? You do a okay. spell? Is it a magic spell that you use? So no one is, like you said, Wyatt, no one is supposed to be using cotton swabs. And it's not just because you can puncture your eardrum. It's because a lot of times you're working against yourself because you're just packing your ear with the wax because it doesn't actually get to the wax, it's just pushing it down. Like yeah, if you ever- push harder. <laughs> yeah, if you ever go, go to the doctor where they clean your wax, they actually have like, it almost looks like an e uh, ice cream scoop. And it's like a oh, scoop, it makes more sense because you have to- mm, I'm hungry. It's pretty gross though. <laughs> um, and they even mention that on here twice. They say that just like an ordinary quantum sob, ex oh, except for the, no, that's the wrong line. <laughs> I like that you call it a quantum sob. <laughs> it says- <laughs> But did you know the traditional cotton swabs aren't good for your ears? And um, it's and true. These. It's true cotton. <laughs> yeah, no, it like, says like it's true about the cotton swabs. And then later down, it says, warning, do not insert swab into ear canal. Even Talking about a video of a lady doing it. Product. No, the video shows him like cleaning like the uh, outer ear lobe. And I was like, that's not how you use yeah. cotton swab. They're so doing it for legal reasons, I guess. They're basically selling a product that they're saying you 
don't use it to clean the inside of your ear, which then what's the point? The only other thing I could think is like some people could use it for makeup and stuff, but since it's silicone, you can't use it for makeup. Like there's no way that would work. So, I did actually ask Courtney about this to get uh-huh. a female perspective on this topic as well. And she yeah. said that it's a solution to a problem that doesn't really exist in terms yeah. of the makeup application. So Pat, I don't know why you mm-hmm. knew that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, there's no part of this that I think is good. I don't think it's as gross because you can you can clean it or whatever. That's, that's fine. fine, Pat. That's fine. But how do you clean your ears? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so there's um, a ear wax drop. It's, called, it's like Diamax or something like that. And you drop it in your ears and it crackles for like 10 seconds. What? And then you, there's a, it comes with like, like a syringy like clown nose thing. And you use water and you shoot warm water and it cleans out your ear. All you got to go to the Tijuana four times a year, go to this guy's <laughs> back of this guy's truck. He'll give this thing to you. It's like it's so your, for your brain. So instead of jamming more earwax in your ear, you're actually cleaning your ears. And it's much more sustainable than cotton swabs. And I would argue even more sustainable than this. I mean, this comes with like, they're saying, Oh, let's cut down on the waste, but then it has a package that holds it. That's like 10 times bigger than it needs to be. The big plastic, like yeah, it's just real dumb. <laughs> Very right. against. Uh, I think. McFadden, what about you? I, th- I think I'm against this thing. Um, it's just gross. I'm just going from the ick factor. Like <laughs> I, I use cotton swabs to clean my ears regularly, multiple times a week. Um, I've never once thrown it in the trash, and then like you know thought about what I was doing to the sea turtles or anything like, and like whatever <laughs> if they're gonna eat a cotton swab factor, that's on them <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the gross factor you brush your teeth every day like you you that's you so much more gross yeah yeah you have plaque growing between that's your teeth and gross. old food particles and you scrub no i'm i don't think it is gross but, but i'm using no better than i know better than no, getting earwax out of your definitely. ears no, because there's, at least in my case, 35 years of uh, a practice that I employ <laughs> multiple times a day that I'm conditioned to feel like is a clean hygienic thing that a, uh, there you go. a credentialed dentist, you know, doctor says I should do. So um, I'm going to go with the the guy that went with to dental school rather than the uh a person who's selling some poorly made uh, silicone Q-tip on, on the internet that popped up in my ad feed on, on Instagram. So I'm against. I think it's gross. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. For Against is brought to you by Bye Bye Liver, the party card game. Based on the long-running hit play of the same name, Bye Bye Liver, the card game is a mix of classic party games like Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and Most Likely To, as well as some new games straight from the Bye Bye Liver writer's room. Both the original game and the expansion pack, The Deck Too Far, are available at buybyliver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. As part of the sponsorship, we've been asked to play one round of Would You Rather... This week, I will be presenting our dilemma, and this one's going to be a little bit tricky. Uh, I think this is one of the special cards from the deck. Um, the, the, the card is a would you rather, but all it says is pirates or ninjas. So, Robbie, <laughs> would you rather pirates or ninjas? Um, that's right, because... Okay. Who would win a fight? 
<laughs> no, no, just no. would you rather, Mike? Let's go to you. <laughs> would you rather pirates or ninjas? Up to interpretation. Uh, I'm a big fan of American Ninja Warriors. I've said on this show, uh, so I'm gonna go ninjas, and I also think they would win in a fight. Okay, Patrick. Yeah, I would also go with ninjas because they seem skilled and they could do a lot of cool things. And pirates lived in like a really gross time where there everything are still was pirates are today. Yeah, well, I'm I'm thinking like cartoon pirates. Yeah. I was thinking Captain like people Crunch. who download uh, movies <laughs> off the internet illegally. Uh, I think the point of this card was that somebody was supposed to choose the opposite one and then they lose. But uh, that was Would You Rather from... Well, what, what do you pick? Oh, uh, ninjas. <laughs> Everybody wins. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bible Liver, uh, for sponsoring our show. Use uh, promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. And we're back. Michael Winan, it is now time uh, for you to take us on a journey through your wonderful topic. All right. So uh, last week, uh, well, we're in October and it's, um, it's still heart of spooky season. And last week we celebrated that with a couple of spooky topics and, and that's gotten it percolating in my brain. Um, and uh, I've been hearing, it feels like Halloween this year, people are really embracing it because we're all in our homes. It's kind of spooky, kind of scary. Um, seeing lots of lots of decorations around town. But what about the idea of ghosts and specifically believing in ghosts? Not for Halloween or for fun, but for real. Are <laughs> ghosts among us? Uh, a recent uh, study found that 50% of Americans either probably believe in or definitely believe that ghosts are among us. And I'll say this in saying, you know, I don't, I'll, I'll reserve my thoughts, but um, there's a lot of people out there who say they definitely don't believe in ghosts, but everybody's got like a ghost story of something that's happened to them. So uh, we'll start with uh, my friend, Patrick. Uh, what are you for or against believing in ghosts? Before Patrick goes, can you just clarify, um, did they, in the survey that you're referencing, define what they mean by ghost? Well, they broke it down. So this was YouGov uh, last October uh, did this. They surveyed um, uh, several hundred responses across the, the U.S. Um, and they found that 40, they found that, uh, yeah, 45% of people believe in ghosts, 45% believe in demons, 46% believe in some other supernatural beings, and weirdly, 13% truly believe in vampires. They also broke it down by political affiliation, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> so it was, it was a survey of uh, 1,300 U.S. adults. Interesting. So the stat that I'm seeing here is 45% of Americans believe that ghosts and demons exist. I'm going to talk through some of this, but I am not on board with the demons thing. Unless demons just mean like ghosts who are dicks, then maybe. <laughs> but the whole demon thing, I, it's hard for me to jump on that train. Mike, it looks like you want to say something. Well, isn't a demon and I, I'm not well versed in this. And so maybe somebody will be able to clarify. Isn't a demon tied to religion in some aspect? Isn't that like, isn't Satan supposed to be a demon? Yeah. Isn't it biblical? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, but like, 
but what I guess I'm, I'm saying is like, if you believe, let's say in like a literal interpretation of the Bible, like, does that mean that you automatically believe in demons? And I, I'm not saying that to like take any sort of position. I'm just as a I, point of I We're not case. talking about demons today. Yeah. We're talking about ghosts. Yeah. I would and guess that's saying. why it's 45%. I think that that's probably why. Because of a religious aspect yeah. you're saying. But the ghost is separate, a separate 45%. Well, there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. There you so, go. Mm-hmm. All right, you're picking. Yeah, I'm going to get this train back Ooh. on track. Please. Oh, McFadden <laughs> wants to just kill ghosts. it again. Okay. Um, okay. So I am open to the idea of something that I don't understand. And there's been a lot of, like, we've done ghost uh, walks in different cities. And some of the stuff that happens is just unexplainable. And it makes sense to like the specific place. Like there is a house that was used um, in the slave trade. And then like a bunch of stuff happened over the next couple hundred years that only makes sense to like people who are mad at that situation. So it gets you thinking like, is something real? And then I have a ghost story of my friend, Danny O'Brien his family moved into a house and for the first like six months that they were there. Whoa. Patrick froze (laughs) while he was telling the story. The ghost doesn't want the story out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is creepy. And all of their... Did you know that you froze? I did not know that. That you froze. (laughs) Oh, Oh, am I gone for good? No, you're back. No, you're, you're back. back now. I mean, but back right back when you were about to start telling the story, you froze. There. Do I need to start it again? Like you no. didn't get any. Oh, Danny okay. O'Brien. They okay. moved into if their you, house. If you try to tell again, you're just going to freeze again. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> um, so they go to sleep. And the next day they come down. And this happened several times. Their shoes were lined up like faced out like the door. And then there was another time where they were having a party. And there's a bowl on the middle of the table. People were just like standing around it. And all of a sudden it just flew off and crashed onto the ground. And then there's an old wives tale that if you have some sort of spirit in your house, if you blow a hole in the roof, that it will cause them to escape and the ghosts will be gone. And they, after they had been living there for a while and all this stuff was happening, they did an addition on the second story and there is a hole and nothing ever happened again. So I don't know if any of that is ghost, if it's true, but I'm not ready to, I think it's like, I, I don't no. like the atheist thing because that's people saying, I know for a fact that this isn't true. I think that's just as dumb as I know for a fact this is true. So I'm open to maybe there's crazy stuff out there, but I'm not like, yes, it is or no, it's not. So I guess I have four people who believe in ghosts. All right. So you're four ghosts. You ain't afraid no ghosts. All yeah. right. Uh, Robert, I want to hear from you. Mike's stewing on something and I'm going to let that last. <laughs> funny. Well, cause I, I, McFadden and I are similar, I think, in the sense that we're both very analytical, logical, left brain people. We just, you know, Give us scientific-based facts rooted in critical thinking, logic, and that's reasoning. Why we, that's why we use crystals for healing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but And so I think that's what McFadden's position is going to be, is that, hell no, I'm totally against this, because it's just there's no foundation of science or logic or reasoning at all. I'm going to say I'm actually for this, because people who believe in ghosts, like the people who truly believe in ghosts, 
they have the best stories. Because it's, it's one thing if you're like listening to someone tell a ghost story where you kind of know they're full of shit, like the TV show, um, what's it like, Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters? Like those guys are full of shit. Like they're just a couple of douches who are trying to pull one over on you. But for the people who truly believe, who just get so engrossed in what happened, like for Pat's friends, like we went to bed and the shoes were all in the closet. There was nobody else around. Like they can give you every little detail of why and convince you that a ghost was there. And I'm still not going to believe them, but I'm going to love that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have people in my own life who, who are like that. We have, um, I have a cousin of mine who she's a wonderful person. She's like, she's, her business is in the realm of crystals and, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> candles, lighting candles for certain situations. And I don't believe in any of that, but I don't know if this was appropriate or not, but we were at a funeral for another relative and at the funeral that cousin truly believed that she was communicating with that dead person like at her own funeral she's like and she went to the person's uh daughter and said you know i i I talked to her and she's she's here with us and she feels really good and so just to have someone like my cousin who truly believes that she's communicating like there's something amazing about that just to like listen to them and if you don't believe in it that's fine but it's pretty trippy just to hear their story so i'm for it all right all right keep the magic alive should we just skip mcfadden for this topic (laughs) mike what's your thought (laughs) okay so robbie moved me in a direction that i wasn't anticipating i was initially against ghosts because I don't believe in ghosts. Now, I am certainly open to the idea that there are things that uh, we don't understand. Um, Call it, um, you know, the the spirit or call it um, some demon, (laughs) demon, uh, (laughs) another plane, um, la mas allá, as they would say in Spanish. I'm I'm open to that being a thing, but like ghosts as they are portrayed on TV where like, you know, they, they were murdered here. And so now they're going to stay and move your shoes 180 degrees. I don't think that like, I just can't get to that being a thing where I'm like, yeah, I could totally buy that happening. Like I have uh, kept my, spirit here on earth so that i could shatter pottery when new people move in but not if they get an addition like what what sort of bizarre mental gymnastics are you doing to construct the logical construct under which these spirits could exist so like i i don't believe in them at all but i guess i'm for people having fun with it especially around halloween um, I'm absolutely against ghost hunter shows because like <laughs> I've watched way too many of them and every time <laughs> it's just the same thing where it's a bad shaky black light or a um, night vision camera and they have like all sorts of gadgets where it's like, look, the spectrometer is reading X, Y, and Z. Like, but that's like a, a, a tool that you invented that, like, that doesn't improve just because the we, needle's moving. It does, that doesn't mean anything. So I'm against And we picked hunting. up this recording that went, that went, <laughs> yeah. you can hear them saying, I'm in the room. Yeah. And it's, it's always some sort of like artifact because the ghost hunters don't understand how cameras work. It's like almost always 
the the explanation. Um, so I, I'm gonna say I'm for people having fun with ghosts, but I'm against people that are convinced like ghosts are like definitely a thing. I, so I don't know. Did I did I parse that? You, well you did. To, you to, did. To, all right, Michael. What about you, Mister Mister Ghost? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's a nuanced thing, and you guys have kind of torn me one way uh, or the other. Um, I, uh, like I was saying from the beginning is that, uh, I find it very interesting that like many people who were, were people of knowledge, we feel like we are knowledgeable people who are sane people or rational people, but so many people who fit in that category, who I think it fit in that category have a ghost story. Um, I myself <laughs> turned in bed, turned to my wife one day and I said, uh, there's a ghost hanging over you. And there was something going on. Was it? something in my brain yeah, or did, was did it you actually believe what you were saying at the time i did but of course i was half asleep and i hear that there's like a that's like a thing is that you can like hallucinate when your brain is like half half awake and half empty or half awake and half asleep but <laughs> um <laughs> but i'm going to say that i am against uh believing in ghosts just because you know my heart of hearts i probably think that there's nothing on the other side and that's terrifying and scary and i think that we as a culture <laughs> have developed this thing about being ghosts because we don't want to face the fact of our own mortality um and so we we have ghosts instead but if that were true <laughs> that you would be stuck in a house and have to, the only way to communicate is via rotation of shoes <laughs> is way worse way worse than there being no heaven or hell and just blackness at the end well maybe not the they're blackness. stuck there is they're able to visit until the home is blown in the roof <laughs> until they get a sunroof <laughs> so i'm against just because it sounds like the worst possible hell all right well that brings us to our final topic for the evening patrick what do you have for us uh so a brief check-in on an earlier topic we got a live update from Robbie's wife, and it says the wife is against mustaches, specifically on Robbie. Seventh pedo chic is not my favorite look. I did like the beard though. So I just wanted to put one second. That Lexi. is true. Live update. <laughs> she can hear through the bathroom door. Right here. Soundproof that podcast uh, studio. I guess she, she she ditched. She doesn't want to own up to what she said. <laughs> or she's not in the apartment right now. So my topic is pumpkin flavored everything. So from your pumpkin spice latte to your pumpkin donuts to your pumpkin cereal to probably pumpkin milk. I don't know. It seems like every year, like a new thing is pumpkin. So I want to know, one, are you for or against? And if you're for, do you think that it's only special because it's once a year and that if it was always available, that it wouldn't be a big deal. I am going to start with McFadden because he had to wait so long last time. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think I'm for pumpkin spiced everything in, in the fall. If it was all year round, that would be super weird because pumpkins only grow <laughs> at this time of year. So like, where are these pumpkins coming from? Um, are you putting weird oh, additives man, to no pumpkins? <laughs> yeah, most of that stuff has zero pumpkin in it. That's fine. And <laughs> if you've ever taken a bite out of a pumpkin, it tastes nothing like pumpkin flavored everything. Um, so, but again, like 
I was recently thinking about this because um, I got a, a case of uh, Sam Adams, like fall seasonal pumpkin ale. And like, I really enjoyed it. And like, I'm not a huge like pumpkin fan, but it's just like, it felt like fall. And I like the changing of the season. Um, there are seasons. I think, you know, that's one of the, the great parts about the Midwest is we get four seasons, whereas many other parts of the country have, you know, summer for four seasons of the year, like our, our dear friend, Michael. Um, <laughs> I like the change. Yes, our winters drag on a little bit too long. Our falls are too short. Our springs are too short. But I... I like it, you know, it's the, the changing of the tides and it's the, the coming of something new. And I, I love the, the, the new flavors of, of things that come with those seasons. And pumpkin is that sign that we're now into sweatshirt weather. So I'm four. Nice, nice. And let's go to Wynan. He who controls the spice controls the universe. <laughs> That uh, book sucked. <laughs> Can we do a full episode on how, how Dune much you hate Dune? A, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I think I, I definitely get the criticism that there's pumpkin spice butter, pumpkin spice whiskey, pumpkin spice shampoo. Um, but my wife uh, pointed out the other day that I think I think it's a good one is we are past the Rubicon on pumpkin spice. There's no going back. The genie's not out of the bottle. <laughs> So is now not going back in the bottle. So let's see how far this can go. Let's <laughs> go past the pumpkin spice frontier to the spice things that no man has ever spiced before. Let's see. Let's do it. Let's do pumpkin spice Gatorade, pumpkin spice <laughs> band-aids, pumpkin spice <laughs> inhalers. Let's do it. Mm. Let's see what happens. Let's go to the other side. And you know, nobody uh, you know. The future is for the brave. Let's let's just do it because there's no going back. So I am for Michael. Nice. The, the mental visual that I have of you with pumpkin spiced albuterol is just <laughs> perfect. Thank you for that. Thanks for putting that in my brain. <laughs> so Robbie looks right Robbie talking. So I'm interested to see. No, I'm 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 all for it. Like I feel like I'm pleasantly surprised that we are all basic bitches around here. Bring um, <laughs> Bring on the, the pumpkin everywhere we go. Uh, Lexi did, in fact, order a PSL. She got a pumpkin spice latte last week, and I had a sip. It was delicious. Uh, in the last week, I've also had pumpkin bread. I've had pumpkin apple cider, and I've had pumpkin spiced special K. And it was all delicious, and I want more of it. I want to experience fall in all five senses. And if pumpkin is going to let me taste what fall is like, then bring on as much pumpkin as possible. Let's I go I into the it. great unknown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you. Pumpkin everything. Let's do it. I'm for. I think we I can all agree too. that we are against Robbie saying PSL and basic bitches. Yeah, <laughs> are you really just going to let both of those slide as if that's part of our normal, normal vernacular? Yeah. All right, so Patrick. Uh, yeah, like pumpkin is my favorite flavor. <laughs> like I love every time that it comes out and sometimes it seems like even earlier and earlier, I have to go and get a pumpkin coffee, not a spiced latte, but you like, don't like spicy foods. You talked about it. No, it's not yeah. pumpkin spice. I do like the pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte, but, uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts has a pumpkin flavor to their coffee, which is delicious. 
So I get that and their pumpkin donuts. And then anytime that I'm somewhere where I see something that is pumpkin flavored, I usually oh, some sort of dessert. Again. Ghost got them again. Wow. <laughs> Um, the funny thing is the one thing that I'm just eh on, like it's fine, is pumpkin pie. And it's because it tastes the most like pumpkin. <laughs> you need that artificial good <laughs> yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I love pumpkin pie. Yeah, it always shocks me when somebody doesn't like pumpkin flavoring. It's it's the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this All episode right. for too long. <laughs> We are almost through another episode. <laughs> We're going to go through one more lightning round. Uh, one of us, Michael, is going to, uh, or no, Robbie, is going to pose five, four, or against in rapid lightning-like succession. Robbie, please take it away. So the earlier topic we discussed was mustaches, and so that got me thinking about all the different kinds of facial hairstyles that we might be for or against. So I'm going to present to you five or maybe six, I can't remember, a few different uh, facial hairstyles, and I want you to tell me if you're for or against them. Let's go McFadden, Winan, Pat. And the first one is called a yeard. It is basically a beard that you grow out for a year without cutting it. And an example of somebody who has a yeard would be uh, like James Harden, NBA player. He's got this really thick, big, bushy beard. Uh, are you for or against the yeard, Mike? I think I'm against. Uh, it's, I, I'm also against. These are terrible. Like, if you're going to grow a beard, you got to trim it up. You know, um, James Harden's a good-looking guy. Have you ever seen a photo of him without a beard? It looks so much better. Somebody should tell him that. So are you not allowed to trim? You can, you can trim, but it needs to basically be the full length. Um, okay. I was thinking like you're able to like kind of make it not look bad the whole time, but no, I'm against it if you just have to have it go long. Okay. And I think I'm against it too. It's uh, if you can have a, like a possum get lost in your beard, I think it's a little bit too long. Um, okay. The second style is called Dutch. It is a beard without the mustache. So think like Abraham Lincoln style, just a beard that goes around your chin. Uh, that's to me, um, it, this looks, you know, at, at risk of um, offending our many Amish listeners, um, I uh, am against. Our many. I think, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they can't. True. Uh, <laughs> I'm against. This is not a good look for anybody, even Abe. Yeah, yeah. Abe didn't have any stylus back then against. I'm against. Robbie. Also against. Okay, a classic goatee. Just to clarify, that is just the part on your chin without any mustache or any sideburns. So goatee, McFadden. I've seen some people pull this off, but this feels dated. So I'm going to say uh, against. A community pointed out that uh, a goatee is a classic trope to find out who the bad guy is in any TV show. <laughs> so for that, uh, just in case you are a bad guy, you can wear it. So I'm for. I like McFadden, some people can pull it off, but a lot of times you look like a douche, kind of like the mustache makes you look like you do bad things. <laughs> the goatee is kind of douchey. Also, real quick, Abe Lincoln, I just looked it up just to make sure. He actually pulls it off. He looks good in this, I'm just going to say. That's true, but is that because we just are so accustomed to it's seeing It's probably him? because of that, but still, he looks, yeah. he looks good. He's a good-looking man. Agreed. And as for me with the goatee, I agree with McFadden. It's dated. It kind of feels like you need to be a member of the band Smash Mouth to have a goatee. So I'm against this. Oh, if only. Um, next one is a slight variation. 
goatee and a mustache, but where they're not connected. So think like um, Johnny Depp, maybe like a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of vibe. Got the mustache, got a little thing on the chin too. Uh, what do you guys think? Four against. I'm against this. I don't, I've never seen anyone pull this off and be like, there's facial hair that I'm envious of. I've always known this as the, uh, the Van Dyke after the painter. Uh, and I, I think it's a, it's a good look on some people. I think um, if you've got some angular features, you might be able to pull this off. I'm for the Van Dyke and the goatee mustache unjoined. I think most facial hairs can be pulled off on some people. But I think overall that one I'm against. See, first of all, whose dog is that? It's the dog it's outside. Dog. Do you... <laughs> Steve's dog. <laughs> dog He's back. As for goatee mustache, I actually think it looks good. I mean, the pictures on this website that I linked to, it has Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, Heath Ledger. These are all really handsome men, and they look really good in their goatee mustache combo. So I'm for it. Um, and then lastly, as a bonus, I think this is the sixth one, or maybe it is the fifth one. Um, soul patch. What do you guys think about the soul? The soul patch, just to clarify, is just a little bit of hair underneath your bottom lip, but not a beard. It's just underneath that little bottom lip. Soul patch. I'm going to say uh, always against. No one, even like if somebody looks good in it, it's because they're an incredibly handsome, good looking man, like the gentleman that you just named. It's not because like they're just gorgeous men <laughs> like they, and they happen to have that type of facial hair. I'm against the soul patch. I think soul patches only um, look good on people who are about to explain to me why taxes are illegal and they don't pay them. Uh, (laughs) I'm against this. This is not a good look on anybody. Yeah. I find a lot of times with soul patches, like if it's in a TV show or something, I'm like, is there something on their face? Like you can't even like, it almost looks like shadow at first. So yeah, I'm against. Yeah. And I think if I grew a soul patch, you wouldn't even just, you wouldn't even think it's a shadow because you can't even see my light baby blonde hairs. Um, I'm against this gross. Reminds me of Smash Mouth once again. <laughs> if you are somehow still listening to this episode, please consider telling a friend about For or Against. We really enjoy making these shows, but we're way more likely to keep making them if someone is listening on the other end. If you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts and connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and our Facebook page at For or Against Pod. Thanks for listening. Bye.